You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, happy holidays, everybody. This is Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And I just have one thing to say to you. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Well, that was my best rendition, everybody, but it comes from my heart straight to you. Uh, This is uh, the week for Christmas coming up. And I just wanted to sing that to you. So no matter what country you're in, no matter what you're doing or feeling, I just want to extend to you uh, the grace and the love of God, uh, knowing that uh, your best years are ahead of you, no matter what your current circumstances might be. Well, uh, After that uh, holiday rendition, (laughs) I guess we should uh, get to uh, what's going to be happening on the show today. But before we do, I'm excited about this week. Uh, I am having a a dinner engagement at my house on Christmas Eve. And I'm having probably 25 people to come to my house for dessert. So we're doing what we call, um, what do they call it when you go from house to house? So they're coming to my house for pizza and dessert. And I've ordered these two delicious cakes uh, from this German bakery. One is red velvet and the other one is German chocolate. I have uh, cookies for the children. We got some eggnog. I'm not going to tell you I was in my eggnog. We have some wine. We're going to have coffee and water. And I'm just excited and grateful about it. I love having people in my home and connecting and just hearing the joy and the laughter. And I want to say to you that no matter where you are or what you might be experiencing, really find a a space and a place for gratitude. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I did a powerful show on how to create a a powerful Christmas. And if you haven't heard that, and if you feel like you're struggling, and I want you to go back and listen to that. But today I have a great show for you. Guess what? I am teaching. And for some reason, I know what it is. It's the spirit. I'm going to be teaching you on how to fix and release your relationships. And that's relationships on your job, in your career, with family members, with siblings, with exes, with the current uh, 
relationships. I'm going to be talking about, first of all, uh, how to really deal with relationships from the past that are really sort of messing with you. Did you know everything is energetic? And if you're giving a lot of energy to a relationship, not just a romantic relationship, but maybe parental friendship from the past, uh, that's that you are allowing to really control your energy and you might be upset talking about it, what they did, feeling like a victim. I'm gonna be helping you because uh, did you know that holding that energy on the inside of you really affects your creation and manifestation? Secondly, I'm gonna be talking about friendships. How do you understand and move on from friends, from friendships? Because we know friendships are for what a reason? For a season or for a lifetime. And even if they are for a lifetime, how do you shift and change? Once again, the premise being that, uh, you, you know, you need all of the energy to live uh just in a real authentic place of who you are. And I'm going to be teaching you how to release relationships once they have ended, making space for the new. And then lastly, I'm going to be talking about relationships. You know, if you're in a toxic relationship right now, that's friendship and romantic. How can you release that and let that go? Because you don't want to take all of that uh, into 2022. So it's going to be good. But before I do, uh, visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. You still can buy yourself that wonderful Christmas present. You can uh, get uh, either one of my books. The first one is Secrets of Success. And the second one is um, Attracting Genuine Love. And boy, that would be a great one, especially since we are talking today about relationships. <clears throat> and you can also ask your spouse or your partner when he says, baby, what do you want for Christmas? You know, you can say, wow, I want to coach with Constance. I was telling the client today, um, we were talking about investing in yourself. You know, I see everything as an investment. My my lipstick, y'all yeah, know I love lipstick. My lipstick, my makeup, any any clothes that I buy is an investment. Uh, you know, I used to tell people, if I buy something from Chanel, I see that as an investment because I can wear that dress for, what, 10 years just because uh, of, of the way the couture, the way that it is made and fashion and or design. And even in professional development, I've spent thousands of dollars in my lifetime. My first coach was five grand, another coach, 10 grand, and it was worth the investment. So if somebody asked you what you want for Christmas, say, I want to coach with Constance, or you can make the decision to invest in yourself. You're never spending, you're always investing. That's fulfilling yourpurpose.com. And if you are ready to make a donation to the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show, you can do so uh, on my website via PayPal. You can cash app me at 
dollar sign Constance Arnold, no spaces. And now I have Zale. And that, that is constant at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. So I want you to listen to uh, just this upcoming powerful testimony from Miss Makia. And she's going to be sharing her transformational journey around relationships. And after she finishes, I'm going to be doing some powerful teaching. So let's hear what Makia has to say, everybody. Well, everybody, I am here with the beautiful Makia Smith Thomas. And, you know, it's so interesting. I tell you guys all of the time about how my coaching clients encourage and influence me because of their transformation. So from time to time, I like to have them come on and just share their own experience. And so that's what we're doing. How are you doing today, Makia? I am well. How are you? I'm fine. What city are you in? I am in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. for all of my international listeners. So I'm just going to ask you, I'm just going to let you speak from your spirit. How long have you been listening to my show? Oh, wow. Probably about three years now. Okay. So interesting. Actually, it's been a while. Okay. And, and why did you come to me for coaching and kind of like, what was your life like? What was in you that said, boy, I feel like I need some help? Well, first of all, I love your voice. Um, I, that was one of my favorite things about you. It's so soothing and it reminds me of my best friend's mom's voice. So that was like the first thing that attracted you to me. I mean, me to you rather, and or you to me as well, because we found each other, but yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, why I felt like I needed coaching was I, um, I got divorced a number of years ago and I started blogging and helping women through their stuff, but I realized I still needed a little bit of help. I, I had a lot of information. I learned a lot of things, but there was just something that was missing and I couldn't quite figure it out on my own. So um, after listening to you for a couple of years, I, I decided that you were the person that I needed to talk to to help me. Right. You know, even your coach, even me, I, all of you guys know that I get coached twice a month mm -hmm. because other people, your coach can see your, your blocks, uh, can see things that, uh, that you cannot see. So when you came to me, you were on fire, you were like this <laughs> fireball and you still are. I love that about you. But immediately, what I look for, because I'm inside out, are the patterns and the same consistent choices that people make. And what I saw in you was a little, or maybe a lot of <laughs> codependency making choices from that place. So kind of talk about that. Absolutely. It's funny because I, I came to you right after I had a really bad breakup with a guy who was a good guy and I had been doing all this work. I hadn't dated in I think two years uh, before I started um, dating him. And so I just knew this was going to be it. And then it crashed and burned just like everything else. And talking to you in our very first session, you said, has anyone ever told you that you're codependent? <laughs> And literally those words changed my life because I was always under the impression that my challenges had to do with the fact that I identified as an empath. 
which I think a lot of women, a lot of people do. A lot of people think that they're empaths. And I think a lot of the time they're actually codependent. So that little bit of information you gave me was life-changing. I started to research it. I started to go to CODA meetings. And from there, I realized, oh, you're not real. And I do think I have some empathic qualities, but I stopped identifying as an empath. And I realized, no, the, the, the biggest issue that I had was that I was codependent. And once I started to unpack that and heal that, which was really all about self-love, not needing to overfunction, not needing to prove my validation or receive validation through my, my relationships, once I was able to realize that I was enough and I didn't have to do all that, everything changed. And it made me better in my work because I help women. And like you said to me, I am my, my work. So as healed as I am is as, as much as I can help other people. So it's just been literally life-changing. Well, you know, I remember saying that to you because mm -hmm. I tell everybody you are your business. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, what were some of the, the, the patterns or characteristics that really just jumped out to you in some of those meetings? See, everybody listening, 99.99% um, .99 of us come from dysfunctional families. We're not mad at anybody. We're not upset with anybody because our parents really did the best that they could. But mm -hmm. if you do not heal, or somebody told me, show me a 10-year-old boy and I'll show you a man. So what mm -hmm. they meant by that was if that 10-year-old uh, little boy's uh, stuff has not been healed, when he's a man, the same stuff is going to be there. I'm going to say, show me a 10-year-old girl, and mm -hmm. I'm going to show you that woman. So what were some of the characteristics that jumped out at you when you went to those meetings? I don't know if you went reluctantly, but I'm going to say you really went. You've been really diligent about it, and you're reaping the benefits. Uh, what were some of the characteristics that you didn't know prior to going to the meetings that you now understand impacted your choices in relationships? Again, just using my relationships as validation, needing to overfunction by volunteering for everything, feeling like I need to solve everybody's problems and help everyone and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. Definitely making other people's feelings more important than mine, not, not, yeah not practicing proper self-care, not doing the things I need to do to be my best self because I'm too busy trying to do these things that I think will get love from other people. So once I realized that that's what I was doing, I was able to just make some huge strides. I now no longer have any problem setting boundaries. I'm very clear about who I need to spend time with, how I need to spend my time, um, supporting myself. And it's just been just life-changing. Those words literally changed my life. I have not been the same since that day. And I, I went to the meetings um, excited. I was excited. I was excited to have this information. I did. I think they say you're supposed to do six before you decide whether you want to continue on. I did my six meetings. They were super helpful. But once I realized that, like I said, all the stuff that I was associating with being an empath was really the, the codependent stuff. It just, it's almost like a light bulb just went off. And I realized I had been treating the wrong ailment, you know, and I started to focus on my self-worth and that's really when everything changed. Yeah. Cause when you change the inside and now you're making choices from a healthy place, 
That's why all change is inside out. So what has happened with Miss Makia is it's transformational change. So she's actually making choices from who she is. So what's your life like now? Are you dating? Are you, what are you doing? I am not dating, but ironically, and you don't know this, Miss Constance, I didn't tell you this yet, but ironically, the guy that I was dating at the time that I was a mess literally resurfaced like a week ago. And I'm wondering, it'll be interesting to see if it will be different this time. I'm going to give it a chance because I realized that I, I'm different, you know, and there's things that I'm not going to um, do this time. Like, I don't need his validation. So I'm not going to be standing on my head and jumping through hoops to make sure that he's okay. And so I think starting um, a relationship from a much more healed place um, is is exciting. So we'll see how that goes. But um, my business has just completely flourished. I think my energy was off. I think I had a lot of great information to share, but I wasn't really practicing what I preached, you know, because I didn't know. I wasn't trying to be deceptive or anything, but I just needed to do a little bit more healing. Um, I've been teaching my course, Remembering Your Goddess, um, and my clients are loving it. I get texts and calls and emails. They um, are enjoying it so much. I've been having so much fun with it. It's, I truly feel like it's my calling. I feel so much more confident around it because I'm actually doing the work and I believe in what I'm saying and and what and actually doing it day to day. So I'm just really excited about it. I like to well, you know, working out. Well you are the thing. You yeah. are the work. And so uh, you're just really uh I'm gonna say ministering or your business is mm-hmm. you that's what I said to you initially. I tell people stop worrying about your business and heal your own soul, which is your past, your memories, the way you think, mindsets, and paradigms. And when you're in that space, people feel that they want more of you. So I I was really firm with you. Mm -hmm. I was really direct with you. Uh, I I think I told you I wanted you to flow more out of your feminine energy and and business. And I tell women, let me talk to you for a second. Mm -hmm. Your feminine energy doesn't mean you're weak. It means you're intuitive, you're creative, you're innovative. You can incubate Mm -hmm. ideas uh, in the womb uh, of your subconscious mind. And, and I told Mickey, I said, uh, you need to flow more in your feminine energy. And when you do, you attract not only relationships, but friendships and, and business clients. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So wonderful. What did you think about the accountability where I would have you to email me and say, what are you doing? What's going on? Did you go to the meetings? <laughs> I loved it. I needed that because like you were saying, the difference between a coach and even like a good friend is, you know, a good friend, they love you. Not that you don't love me, Miss Constance, because I know you do, but it's also your job to kind of keep me on track. So I loved having someone that was not going to give me a pass. Like my best friend, mm-hmm. if I say I didn't do something, she say, it's okay, girl, I love you. No, Miss Constance doesn't play. Okay, Miss Constance wants you to do what she asked you to do, and she's not going to sugarcoat it if you don't 
um, do what you need to do to handle your own healing. So I love that about you. And I'm really grateful that I found you because you really did change my life. So I really appreciated that about you. And I appreciate that you did not mince words because I needed to hear that because that's what shook me out of you know, my, my current path and, and, and put me in a place where I was actually able to mm-hmm. um, make some major changes in my life, major, you know, major changes. And the reason, because, you know, after you've been doing something for 25 years, it's like, if you go to your doctor and they see something, they know immediately. So I've been doing this for 25 years. I was able to pick up on it. So what would you say to somebody who's been thinking about coaching with me? I say go for it. Invest in yourself. It is so important. We spend so much money as women on all these things to make our outsides look good. We spend, we buy the clothes, we buy the shoes and the bags, yeah. spend thousands of dollars on that kind of stuff. But we don't always invest in our spirit and our mental health and our um, insides. And I think it's really, really important to do that. I think that it is one of the best things you can do for yourself. I, could, I can't say enough about it. I think everyone needs to figure out how to invest in themselves to, um, to become the best person that they can be because outside help. It's very, very difficult to do it on your own. You just have your own blocks. And even like I said, your friends, they love you. They're not necessarily going to be as firm with you. And they also may have some of the same blocks because you know usually birds of a feather you know, flock together. So someone- no is outside of your your initial your immediate realm is 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 definitely a good thing to give you a new um, point of view. They're not professionally trained, so I, I coach by the spirit. I may get a download from the spirit and just my professional expertise. So if mm-hmm. anybody is interested, email me. And let's do a discovery call. No pressure. I just want to listen to you, see where you are and see if we are a match. But tell us, uh, what is your website? What are you doing? I, I saw you on um, Instagram and I'm like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> you have evolved and you are really uh, living your purpose and really serving. Yes. Thank you so much. I love this work. I'm so excited about helping other women heal and discover the things that you helped me figure out about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Instagram name is Hope Mama DC, DC which is spelled H A U T E M A M A D C. And I um, have a brand where I've created a community of women to help them heal and grow and take accountability. I'm very much about accountability, just like you. Um, self reflection, self correction is my thing. Um, not not focusing on what everybody else has done and all of that stuff, getting out of our victim consciousness and really owning our power because we are so, so powerful when we really remember who we are. So that's why I teach a course called Remembering Your Goddess. Um, I'm My last session with my current cohort is Sunday, but I'm starting again, January 9th. I'm so excited about it, so passionate about it. I love this work. I know it's what I'm supposed to be doing. I love it so, so much. So proud of you. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm sorry. I just want to say my website because you did ask me that. My mm-hmm. and it's um the um hopegoddess.com, uh T-H-E-H-A-U-T-E goddess.com. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I and appreciate you so much. You're glowing, and um, that's what happens when you hear your soul and you're doing what you were created to do. And I'm sure it has impacted your work. I don't think I've ever seen you smile that much before either. (laughs) 
Uh, I was sad, Miss Constance. I was sad. I didn't know why. I was sad, but didn't know why. And I think that's what you helped me. You helped me get to the bottom of that. Mm -hmm. I can feel your joy. You know, I can feel your joy and see your joy. I'm so proud of you. So everybody, you heard her testimony. Um, you know, I'm the, I'm the real deal. You get a master's level coach, master's level counselor, coaching on five continents. And my expertise is to go inside. Five, take a look at uh, what have been, what are the blockages? What are the limiting beliefs? Shift and change those those things can happen quickly because you're dealing with the spirit. God don't want you in the same spot. Shift and change paradigms and mindsets. Uh, identify your ways of thinking. And man, you are on your way to creating a powerful life uh, like Miss Makia. And so you need to make sure you um, email me, Miss Makia, and uh, let me know what's happening in this uh, renewed relationship because so so I would coach you this way because you're different you're in a different paradigm you're in a different mind space you're in your feminine energy a different frequency the relationship can be different I totally agree I'm so happy for wishing you nothing but the best everybody stay tuned because I'm gonna be back with some great teaching are you feeling stuck are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams. She's coached and trained over 10,000 clients on five continents and has a proven track record of success. Constance will assist you in getting a clear vision for your life and develop customized strategies projects, and action steps to begin manifesting your dream. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com and visit her website at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. So here we go, everybody. I'm talking about relationships. And I don't know what I'm going to call this, but I'm probably going to call it how to fix or release your relationships so that you can have be, have powerful manifestations. And so let me just say that your relationships, whether they're personal or professional, really impact your energy, your creativity, and your ability to manifest. And so, you know, God is the one who really designed relationships and connections and collaborations. And, uh, you know, I love what a Dr. Caroline Leaf says. She said, we are wired for love and relationships. And so it's the end of the year. And, and the reason I'm talking about relationships, I'm talking about them in three parts, is because I've just been hearing so much from people around relationships. Uh, I believe the number one question that I get from listeners is how to really attract love or how to be more connected in relationships. And I think it even tops attracting more money and purpose and abundance. So we're going to talk about these three categories. And, and remember that the premise is how are these relationships 
impacting you living fully in your purpose. I got that out. Impacting your capacity to be creative, uh, to live uh, your most authentic life, etc. So the first relationship that I'm going to talk about is do you have any unresolved relationship issues from your past? And so these may be personal or professional. What about with your parents? Any parental relationships? Maybe mom or dad wasn't there. Maybe your dad show uh, never showed up in your life. And I know so many men who are as adult men so angry with their dad. How is that serving you? And let me say up front, I'm not any way minimizing anything that anybody's been through. You, you guys know that I've been a therapist for 30 years, so I get it. I've coached uh, men and women, 5,000 uh, women in the areas of relationships. Um, I'm not saying that that a man should not feel that way, but I want you to make a decision at the end of 2021. I'm going to get me some help and not carrying that with me because it impacts your ability to live fully in who God created you to be. So maybe you're not speaking to your parents. It might be another sibling. Um, if you're still upset over a divorce, Aren't you tired of that excess baggage? Isn't it time that you learn how to heal that part of your life and move forward? Are you mad at your employer? Uh, I know of a situation of a person uh, who filed a EEOC, that's a discrimination complaint, and, uh, and then he quit. And he is so mad and he's saying, I'm not going to ever work for anybody else. I'm going to start my own business. But because he is still steeped in anger and resentment and rage, his own business has not taken off. And when I talked to him, I said, how can it when the vibration that you're in is so negative? And my question to him was, what do you need to do? in order to extract the lessons learned. Certainly, you know, if, if you want to keep your, um, your EEOC lawsuit in, do that. But don't let it just consume your whole life. Extract the lessons learned and then turn your attention toward what you want. If you guys are not following me on social media, you really need to. I've been really sharing some powerful three-minute video videos on all of my platforms about getting focused on what you want, turning away from what was, and then releasing, forgiving that employer, and then taking all of your energy to move forward. I'm talking about unresolved issues, either personally or professionally, that you want to either fix, release, forgive, and let go of, so that why you can create and manifest your best life. And, and so, like I said, divorce. Uh, 
So all of this unresolved stuff subconsciously and subliminally takes up your energy. You don't know it. It takes up your creativity. Uh, you know, it bothers you when you sleep at night subconsciously. You may not even consciously know that it is a, it is a bothering you. You know, the highest three fabrics vibrations are joy, love, gratitude, happiness. So when you live in those states, you're more creative. You're in the flow of the spirit and you can live a more abundant life. Aren't you tired of all of this stuff holding you back? And aren't you ready to really get your power back? All right. So what do you need to do? What choice do you need to make to release these people are this are these uh, experiences. That is the question. Like I said, it's time to take your power back. How much energy has it been for you this year? Talking about, thinking about, uh, just uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Meditating on what happened, what didn't happen, how could that happen? Instead of focusing in on your future. Are you ready to make room for the new? When you hold on to all of this stuff, there is no room for the new that God has for you to, to manifest. You know, I knew of one lady and she said, yeah, I remember when my teacher said to me, sit down, I don't know, something like fat head in, uh, and I still remember that. And she's 60 years old and still talking and thinking about what happened to her back then. Because what happens is when you don't deal with it, it puts you in the poor me, powerless victim mentality. And so I think you got to make some decisions. And like, like I said earlier, if, if, you if you dealt with, you know, sexual molestation, I'm not telling you to even be friends or have relationships with any of these people. Somebody said to me, well, I just need closure. I need to go and talk with them. And I tell people, sometimes your closure might need to be, I'm going to find the lessons learned. I'm going to get the healing that I need. And I'm going to move forward because sometimes talking, the other person might still be in denial, et cetera. So you've got to make a choice. Am I going to forgive, release, get healed and let go? Or am I going to keep repressing down on the inside of me, holding all of that stuff in and allowing it to impact me? It's your choice. Uh, do you feel like you want to talk to them? People ask me, should I talk to them? I'm like, usually it's not a great idea. You need to be led by the spirit. And maybe, the, like I said, the closure that you get is making your own decision, talking to a therapist, talking to a coach like me, walking through it, extracting the lessons learned, uh, et cetera. So it's kind of like driving around with the, with a slow leak in your tire. I remember once I was driving around and I kept having to put air in this tire. And I'm like, well, what's going on? And finally, I realized there was a small baby nail in that tire. So small and so invisible, you could hardly see it. 
but it was impacting my my car because I kept getting the signal, correct tire pressure. So you've got to make a decision as to what you're going to do about your past relationships. All right, let me move to the next session. But before we do, let's just stop for a minute and ask the spirit to really show us who do we need to release? How, what, we, what do we need to let go of? Um, where do we need to heal? How do we need to heal? And you need to just sit in that for a moment. I'm just going to be silent for like 15 seconds. Okay, let's talk about friendships. Boy, I, I, I'm a loyal friend, I, I think. I know. So you've, how many of y'all have ever heard it said, friendship is for a season, a reason, or a lifetime? And this was a hard lesson that I learned. I say that I was a loyal friend, but in many ways, I was a codependent friend. So some of you have been hurt by, I'm not going to ever let anybody get close to me because when I was close to my best friend, she took advantage of me or he took advantage of me. So you never let uh, one experience define whether or not you're going to have an open heart to love and friendships. And so, you know, uh, a friend is for a season. So let's just say hypothetically, maybe the season was you were in college, y'all went to the same church, uh, y'all played football together. Maybe you were mothers and you attended meetings together. Maybe it was your homeboy or your homegirl. We're talking about a season. And um, maybe you got divorced and this person helped you to walk through divorce. But now God has you moving in another season. And, and so you can always tell when it's another season because what used to work, maybe the person used to call you every day, but now you're in school and you don't have time for that conversation. Or maybe you are vibrationally at another level. And maybe every time the person calls you on the phone, you guys used to talk about everybody at work, but now you're working on your business and you realize that, that you want your attention on something else. So maybe that relationship was for a season. You're not judging that person. You're not saying you're any better than they are. But, you know, it is the season for that relationship is over. And you can tell because anytime you try to stay in a relationship and the season is over, it, it just doesn't vibrate with you. When you get off the phone, you're like, oh, my God, you may feel drained when you get off the phone. Maybe the person doesn't add value. The season is up for that friendship. And, and it's time to accept that, maybe let go, be, begin to gradually move away, etc. And so even Jesus, when he wanted to do the miraculous, it said that he took 
three disciples with him. I think it was Peter, James, and John. How do you think the other nine disciples felt? Why would Jesus do that? Because he knew I'm getting ready to go up in here and do a miracle. And I need people in like faith. Probably these three disciples might uh, have been more centered, maybe in more faith. I don't know, but there was a reason for it. And as you are going to your next level, God knows who's supposed to go with you. Maybe you can't take your homegirl and your homeboy. I was reading a book the other day and it was taught, giving you 100 reasons uh, why people were not successful. And I think in the top three was the choice in wrong relationships. You need people on your level or higher for where God has taken you. I mean, maybe the other nine disciples got an attitude. You don't think you any better than anybody else, but you know, when a relationship is for uh, a season, maybe your relationship was for a reason. The reason that they were in your life might have been to mentor you, uh, to help you to grow, to really push you, to motivate you, to support you, but that season is up. God sends people in your life for a reason. And what I had to learn to do was not get so personal about it, accept it and realize that if that person is no longer in my life at the level that they were, that that was seasonal for me. That was for a specific reason. Maybe if you're building a project, the spirit will send you somebody and you guys are really close and really tight doing the project. But after that, the level of that relationship is over. I think it boils down to trusting trusting that when one person or when one relationship leaves your life, um, I, I think, I don't know who it was, it says the universe abhors a vacuum. Whenever there's a vacuum there, the spirit is getting ready to what? To really um, send in the other person. I've been friends with somebody for 30 years and we still are friends, but we don't talk every day. We don't hang out every day because we're just in different places and different vibrations. Everybody got that. And so where are you in your friendships at the end of the year? Is there somebody that you know you should just release or Maybe you're just really comfortable with that person, but God may be sending you somebody new. I just realized lately, almost all of my friends, not all, my BFF, we've been friends for like 30 years, but a lot of my friends are new and it's just, it's just the perfect, it's just the perfect blend for where I am. All right, so it's really trusting God, trusting the universe and getting ready for your next level. Maybe your friends or your associates, maybe they're not designed to go to where you are going to. Maybe God has another purpose on their lives. 
Okay, or maybe you're in a relationship or friendship that's for a lifetime. Even with that, my BFF, even with that, there are changes that have to take place. Like she's working on a business now. We used to work together on contracts, but now she's working on a business where she's in four different states. You see that? So even whether it's for a, a reason, a season, or a lifetime, there are shifts in relationships. Even with me and my mentors, James Powers and Bishop Victor Yuzosiki, you know, when I first started mentoring with James Powers uh, 20 some years ago, it was often every day. How you doing, Constance? You know, I, I had so much going on. I had so much drama going on. I guess he was thinking I better help out this girl. She's just all over the place. But now I've grown in the spirit. I've grown, I've grown psychologically and emotionally. And so we don't have that kind of frequency. Even with Bishop Victor Yuzosiki in Africa, he's my mentor. He's like over, I don't know how many churches, hundreds of churches. I mean, we used to talk so much. But do you have a friend that you may not talk as much as you used to, but when you do, it's just like you picked up just like it was yesterday. That's because it's in the spirit. I have a friend like that, Dr. Karen Barlow Brown. We may talk maybe three or four times a year, but when we do, it's just like, bam. And so relationships, friendships, is there anybody you need to release? Is there anybody you need to let go of? Do you need to trust the spirit more? Do you need to trust the universe more knowing that God has something different for you? So let's sit in silence for like six or 15 seconds. I want you to think about that. And then I'm going to come, come back and talk about toxic relationships romantically. Just take a breath in. Oh, I just love taking deep breaths and just, you know, having that little relaxation time. Uh, in between what I'm sharing, and this is the last area of relationships, and I could have talked about this the whole show, but it's making a decision to examine and take a look at toxic uh, romantic relationships. This is such a sensitive area, but I'm going to get started. So this, these are some signs of a codependent toxic relationship. Lots of drama. Um, you feel like you always have to fix your partner. You don't set any boundaries. You don't know how to say no. You don't feel like you have an independent life. You've given up your own hobbies and all of the attention is centered around your partner. Some of you may have lost contact with family or friends. You need to ask for approval, ask to do things. Uh, you are overly dependent and needy. That's really codependent. I tell people you're not anybody's savior, rescuer, or enabler. You're focusing in more on the needs of your partner than your own. You're very dependent, caretaking, a lot of breaking up and crying, and then you're getting back together. 
uh, what else? Uh, you can't find uh, the relationship is your whole life. You can't find any satisfaction or happiness uh, outside of the relationship with the other person because you don't have a life. You might stay in the relationship even when you are aware uh, that your partner has done hurtful things. You'll do anything to please your partner. I'm talking about a dysfunctional, toxic uh, behavior, codependent behavior, no matter what the consequences might be. You're feeling more anxiety about the relationship because you feel like you got to always make the other person happy. You're using all of your time and energy to give to your partner without focusing in on your own dreams. Uh, what else? A lack of self-care. You put your own self-care aside because you're trying to make the other person happy. You hoping for change, wishing for change. But I always say the only person that you can change is yourself. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, you already know when you are in a toxic relationship, it doesn't feel right. Maybe at first it was wonderful. You're not judging the person. Um, you know, I've heard men tell me, Constance, that's why a woman should really refrain from sexual intimacy, intimacy because in 90 days, we're going to really show who we are. So maybe you got too involved in the relationship too quickly. No judgment. I would take a look at what has your pattern always been in relationships? You know, uh, how is this relationship serving you? How is this relationship adding, adding to you? And I'm going to say to women, since we are naturally nurturers, nurturers, I got that out, <laughs> and givers, sometimes we can be rescuers, caretakers. I know I was. I mean, every relationship I was in, I was trying to, I didn't know it, trying to fix the man, let me help you. And there's nothing wrong with that. But but uh, one man said to me, baby, you're not my coach, you're my woman. And I had to shake myself because I forgot about that. And so, you know, when it's toxic and you know, when it's not right. You know when it's not working. You know when like, wow, I'm on a different vibration from this person. Uh, I thought it would work out. And you have a right to say, wow, you know, you are a great person and it's nothing. You're not demeaning the other person, but you have to be true and authentic with yourself. <clears throat> now, I never tell a person to leave a relationship. As a coach and a therapist, when I first got started, I used to say, you need to leave that relationship. That was 25 years ago. But I realized that that is a decision that every woman and every man has to make for themselves. All right. And so you need to be honest with yourself at the end of the year. These are signs of a healthy relationship. You're not afraid to speak up. Um, you can be authentically who you are. There's not jealousy in the relationship. 
you don't feel like you're being controlled, what you can do. I know many instances, even what you post on social media is being controlled, where you go, what you look like. Uh, you know, there is mutual respect and love. Uh, you guys both agree to disagree on certain issues. You encourage each other to go to the next level. You're not saying, I don't want you down there working on that job because I know those men are going to be looking at you. I don't want you going back to the school. You and your partner hold separate interests. You don't always have to be in each other's company. You're comfortable in your own skin. You trust one another. Relationships are not built on love. They are built on trust. You can communicate clearly. You feel very comfortable sharing how you feel. You don't have to walk on eggshells. You feel independent from your partner. You appreciate each other. Both partners have their own needs met. Uh, you do have disagreements. You you don't hold stuff in and just kind of pout around. You know how to resolve conflicts and you spend some time alone and so much more. And so you have to take a look at that. You have to sit with yourself. And I know that's not an easy decision to make. I've had to make that decision and I felt really bad about it. But I realized that not only am I not being true to myself, but with the other person who might need to do some more healing or who might need to go on his or her journey, me staying in the relationship with them was really holding them back from being their best self. And so this is a time of reflection. And if not now, when it and 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 it and it is going to be some isolation and feelings and oh God, did I make the right decision? Only you and the Spirit can make that decision. And so this is a time of reflection at the end of the year around relationships. Uh, let's go back and review. Let's take a look at. Number one, I talked about any past relationships with the employers, siblings, parents, any exes, any past experience. What are you going to, what do you choose? Because it is a choice to do about that. I talked about friendships or any disappointments, you know, Disappointment is, is, is a vibration, just like discouragement it is. Uh, do you need to bring closure to a friendship that was, but now you need to open up to the new? God says, behold, I do a new thing. So God may be trying to do something new in your life, bring new people who will take you to places and levels you've never been before. So only you can decide that. And then lastly, are you in a toxic relationship that you need to release and let go of? That is your choice. 
you're interested in coaching with me around relationships, let's do a discovery call. I would love to work with you. You guys know that I've worked uh, with over 5,000 clients and a professional master's level counselor. And if you are serious about the area of relationships, this is something that I've worked through personally. I'm not a novice and uh, I feel that I'm very gifted and anointed in this area. So email me, let's do a discovery call, Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Everybody, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and God bless you. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.